0: go again. What's up guys? How is it going out there? How's it going with me you ask? Well, it's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question to start off with. Not feeling so hot right now, but uh, well, take that back. I am feeling hot right now because when I came up here to the studio, it was 87 degrees because I turned everything off because I got tired of the freaking AC cutting on no matter what temperature I set the damn thing at. I'd be downstairs or outside on the back porch and I'd hear the AC cut on. I'm like, nobody's even up there and nobody's going to be up there for two or three days. Why is the AC cutting on? So I just fucking said, fuck it, I'll just cut it off. Got up to 87 and now yeah, you probably won't be able to hear the fan too much because I'll cut that noise out. But yeah, now the fan is going to run the entire time that I'm doing this podcast because it's working overtime to uh, cut it down. So maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I should have just bumped it to like... Well, I had it bumped to 80 degrees, and it was still cutting on because you know this is the loft; it's above the garage. That's uh, what they call a frog, I think. I call it the studio, but um, yeah, even at 80 degrees, because the heat rises and it, it, it just stays hotter up here. It was still AC was still cutting on, so I'm trying to cut back on my utility bills, man. Really I'm trying to cut back on all the bills, all the bills, everything um so yeah it's hot up here i was already sweating i've, I've actually i think all the sweat has gone off my shirt now at this point but i had my uh, phlebotomy today that's why i got this little thing on if i take it off too soon ooh man for some reason i hit pause my my hand hit the spacebar right here and i hit pause on my audio so the uh, intro there was A Little Isolation by John Lennon. Felt like that was kind of a cool song to play. I mean, everybody's playing it. I'm, I'm not the first one, I'm sure, but figured, uh, why not start off the podcast with that? Had a couple other songs in mind, and I just decided to go with that one for whatever reason. But yeah, I had the phlebotomy today. Um, it's about a month, uh, month late. I talked about it, and, um. Every time I get it, I always feel just like super like crap, man. It's almost like an anemic feeling. Um, just, whew, just drained. I came home and my freaking dad, 75 years old, he's out in the backyard um, trying to repair some of my boardwalk with some boards that he bought. He went to freaking Home Depot and bought, um, I guess, what are they? One by sixes? I guess they're one by six planks but they go, they go on my boardwalk out in the Zen garden in the backyard. And I don't know, he must've bought 20 damn planks. Um, and he's over here with the circular saw and screws and nails and guns and all kind of stuff, just working his ass off. It's 90 degrees outside. He just had back surgery April 10th. He's 75 years old and it's, uh, about 45% humidity. And he's out there busting his ass, which is fantastic. I love that my dad is, uh, able to still do all that stuff. And hopefully he's able to do that for many, many years to come. Um, but I come home and I, I feel like I want to jump out there and help him. I, I just, I bent down just to pick up a screw that was on the ground, stood back up and I al- already almost fainted. I mean, I was um, head rush, dizzy, fainting, whatever. So I told my dad, I said, you continue to do whatever you want to do out here, but I think you should go home. It's the middle of the day. It's the, the highest heat of the day. It's 90, 90 fucking degrees um, which I'm, I'm, I'm all about, getting out and getting into getting into the heat. And I've always been one, like, spe- specifically, man, I can't even talk right now, but specifically just working out even. you know A lot of people get out there in the, in the beginning of the day, and they're like, oh, it's cooler in the morning or it's cooler in the late evening. And I'm like, fuck that, man. Get out there in the middle of the day when it's the hottest it can be the sun's beating down on you. It's, the humidity's high. Um, the heat is high. Get out there and force your body to adapt uh, to that heat stress. And then you should do just the opposite. Um, you should do just the opposite. I can't even get my thoughts. And uh, do that in the cold weather. So when I was up in Alaska, man, me and my ex-wife, my ex-wife and I, my kids, a bunch of people up there, we get out. And run in you know minus degree temperatures. Get used to that. Make your body suffer a little bit. Your body needs to suffer to grow to change. Uh, if you're out there, you know, doing the easy workout in the morning when you're fresh, I don't like it. I like to get out there at the end of the day. You know, I, I would go out after a eight or nine hour shift of work, come home, throw on my running shoes, and I'd go for eight, nine, ten mile run. You know, in the in the middle of the in the middle of the winter, in the snow and the cold. And I'm not saying I'm a badass. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that to brag at all. I'm just saying, you know, don't take the easy roads all the time. But anyway, he's man. He's too old to be out there. <laughs> 75 degrees out there. He does it enough, and uh, he's no. He's not scared of a little heat or a little sweat or a little work. So he does it all day, every day. But I just couldn't do it today uh, from the phlebotomy. So taking a break today, I went out, we uh, went on a kayak trip with Gordon yesterday, we did 11 miles, took us about five, around about five hours, Uh, beautiful day, man, it was in the mid 80s, little breeze, uh, little northerly breeze, I guess, northeast, northwest, I don't remember exactly what direction it was going, but it seemed to be in our face the entire fucking time is what it was, a headwind. Uh, but it was a nice breeze, uh, perfect blue skies, not a cloud, um, even had a little little moon out there for us uh, uh, toward the south that we were looking at. Beautiful day. Wore me the freak out. Um, I'd gone out uh, the day before, had done all my deck work. I did a lot of uh, staining, you know, hand staining with uh, a four-inch, uh, uh, God damn it, I can't talk today, with my four-inch brush on my hands and knees, just out there uh, painting for hours at a time, staining, whatever it was, whatever the case may be. The painting came uh, days prior to that, a couple days prior to that. So just four or five days of heavy, heavy, hard yard work. And then uh, the day before the kayak paddle, Saturday, I went out and did a uh, a weighted um, run walk and some burpees and stuff with Leia, 15-pound weight vest. So After all that, leading up to the five-hour paddle yesterday, and then the phlebotomy today, man, I was just, I'm toast, taking a full day to recover, and I said, well, since I'm recovering, I'm not doing any yard work, no housework, no nothing, zero zilch, I might as well put a little podcast together and just talk to you guys, so that is what is up with me. If you notice over here, I think right around in this area over here. There is a blemish, there is a spot, there is a haze. Yeah, I'm not happy about it. It is uh, my GoPro, the Hero 4. I was doing one of my uh, short shorts, my little short films that uh, Mr. Fleming Moore and I are putting together that's up on YouTube. I've told you about it before. If you go to Fleming Moore's uh, YouTube page, you can see his installments. If you go to Craft Conversations YouTube, you can see my installments and uh, we're gonna mesh those together eventually and blend and um, start doing some series together, actually without doing them, you know, separately. Uh, We're going to take some of the separate ones that we've done and piece them together for a little promo and uh, start doing uh, some shorts, some short film type stuff, maybe some commercials, whatever. But we're talking about it. We're thinking about uh, maybe putting together a little production company and uh, do a lot of these things uh, for ourselves and maybe for some other people if they want to help. Or if they want to, if they want to pay for some of our services or what have you, whatnot. But, but yeah, during one of those short filmings last week, if you've watched any of them, the one where I uh, was filming myself pulling out of the driveway to go to work at Homegrown Brew House, 117 South Main Street, and we'll talk about those guys here momentarily. But I was pulling out, and I went to take my camera off of the tripod and pack everything up. The camera fell off the tripod, fell right down. Uh, face first, lens first, onto the concrete in the driveway, and put a couple of nicks in the in the lens there. So it's actually better than what it was. Pretty deep little nicks in there. It's not just like a surface scratch that would have been easy. I've been trying to rectify it. So uh, a couple nights ago, uh, I got some 3,000 grit sandpaper, wet dry sandpaper. I also got some 5,000 grit and it has some scratch doctored, you know, just a rubbing compound from a new finish, uh, roof surface scratches, scuff marks, swirls, those type things. Works well when it's just, uh, scuff marks and squirrels, uh, not squirrels, swirls and little tiny scratches and stuff, especially on clear coat and things like that on the car. So it's going to work, but I just don't think, um, the grit sandpaper that I had, I don't think was enough to get deep deep enough into the gouges because like I said it's not really surfaced it's kind of a little deeper into that lens so I had to go out I went out today and got me some thousand grit so I'm hoping that that's going to take the the lens level down enough to get into those grooves and get me down to where I can resurface this lens uh, and make it beautiful again so as soon as I get done with this and I do some editing on this um, and everything's kind of moving on its own then I'm going to go to the 1,000 grit, and then we'll reintroduce the 3,000 and the 5,000 rubbing compound again. See if I can knock those scratches out in that blemish. If, well, not even if. It's just going to happen. I'm going to fix this lens on here. I guarantee you. That's what I do. I figure out uh, there's a problem. I find a solution for it, and I fix it. So I'll fix that lens, but you'll be happy to know. Maybe you won't. Who knows? You probably could care less, but you'll be happy to know, hopefully, that I have on order, and let me pull it up here, A an action camera. It's supposed to be arriving this coming Sunday, so I will have two cameras. Maybe I'll start doing some funky stuff and get crazy and do a couple different angles, but it is a, um, a Caso, a Caso? A Caso, probably. Uh, Pro 4K action camera, so it's pretty much just like a GoPro. It's just a different brand, and it's definitely uh, cheaper on the pocket. So that's what I'm going with instead of buying another GoPro. Figured I'd go with this brand. Got some good reviews over over uh, almost 3,000 reviews. Think four and a half, four point six stars out of five. So we're gonna give it a shot. It's waterproof. Does all the same thing a GoPro does. Just think GoPro, but it's different. So. I got that coming in and then also guys I was hoping it would come in today because uh, when I was coming back from the VA downtown I said oh, I'm gonna go ahead and do this podcast so I was hoping it was sitting on my doorstep when I got here but the original tracking said it was supposed to be delivered on Tuesday which is tomorrow but what am I talking about I got it's a uh, pop filter it's a three layer metal mesh foam Edamine microphone pop filter so it's going to go right on the uh, edge of this uh, microphone right here and hopefully it's going to take out some of that smacking that you'll hear and some of the the uh, S's and P's and T's and all that kind of stuff that you hear in this mic it's going to filter all that out for me so got that coming in I couldn't find a white one at the time I might just well, I'll probably just use this because it's black on on my side, so you won't see it too much. But that's what it's going to look like. It's just kind of a half diameter thing that is going to sit right over the top of this. So, looking forward to that, and I want to see how much better it makes the audio sound, even though I've got it dialed in pretty nicely already. But so, a couple of new things coming up to add to the add to the studio here to the podcast. That's going to be exciting. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do right now because it's sitting here condensating on the table and not, it's getting warm. I might as well open up a beer. Let me pull up my web browser, which I hadn't done. I should have had that pulled up already. He's said Mr. Slayton Johnson text me, I wonder what he's talking about here. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, he's still, he's uh, building a shed off the uh, side of his house to house his uh, his lawnmower and a couple other things. So, it is coming together. He's doing, that dude, he has become like Mr. Uh, Home Depot and he's just um, building all kinds of stuff. I think he built a shed, he's done a couple benches, he did a bed... Uh, What else? He's doing this little lean-to slash shed coming off the side of his house, um, a deck, all kind of cool stuff that he's doing. And I think that's what everybody's doing. Everybody has become a carpenter. Uh, Matter of fact, um, my older brother, he just redid his front porch, uh, decking and some painting, repainted the front door, all those type things. He just refinished his front deck, I think uh, he said after... Ten years, I think, was the first time they touched it and done any, done any upgrades or updates to it. So. so everybody's doing it. Let's see. Daytime. IPA from Lagunitas. So here's what we're drinking, guys. I am on back on the keto train and the carnivore train, the low-carb train, the zero-carb train, whatever train you want to call it. I guess it's low carb at this point. Uh, I was uh, strictly zero carb. Started all this on April 15th. I'm down 17 pounds as of yesterday morning when I weighed myself from the 15th of April until yesterday, which was the 3rd of May. So 17 pounds. I have a personal goal. I didn't have to say personal. I said I. So that means it's personal, right? It means it's me. I have a goal of losing another 13 pounds. So that's what's happening. Uh, but I still want to drink a beer occasionally, so I got tired of drinking liquor. I don't know why. I, I just uh, I've kind of lost my taste for whiskey at the moment for some reason. I don't know why, but I had a bottle of uh, Larceny that I finished off, and uh, every glass I poured with it, I just wasn't uh, real excited about it. So, I don't know. Maybe I've lost my taste for uh, whiskey. This is the Lagunitas Daytime... IPA, it's, uh, it's 4% ABV, alcohol by volume, is 31 IBUs, excuse me, this beer has, excuse me again, this beer has achieved what we all hope for ourselves, to be made new again, there's a freedom in burning down the house of expectations and it, uh, and it confers an undeniable lightness to being. We didn't invent these truths. They invented us. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but basically this is a low-carb beer. It is uh, 98 calories and only three carbs at uh, 4% alcohol. I love it. I think it's probably one of my, my favorite uh, low-carb ones thus far. I've tried the e from uh, Oscar Blues. I've tried the uh, Solo From Goose Island, a couple other ones I can't think of off the top of my head, but this Lagunitas Daytime is probably one of my favorites. I'm not going to pour it into a glass today because, guess what? My roommate has broken pretty much every fucking glass that I've owned. Um, I was telling my dad today, I think he's broken more dishes. I don't think. He has broken more dishes in the four and a half years that he has lived with me than my kids and my ex-wife and I broke in 20 years of marriage. It's a fact, and most of them have been my wine glasses and my fucking beer glasses. So none of them are down there in the in the cabinet right now. They're either dirty or they're they're no longer there. They're broken. So I'm gonna drink this out of the can. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Daytime uh, IPA. Three carbs. That is tasty. And as I do that, I'm going to stop my fast. I am intermittent fasting at the moment. I am at 18 hours and 37 minutes and 25 seconds. We're going to end it right there because I just took that sip of beer. Pretty much fasting uh, 18 to 20 hours every day. Like I said, zero to low carb as far as my meals go. Uh, I'm only eating one meal a day, so when I break my fast at 18 to 20 hours, I'll eat a meal, and, and that's it for the day. And then I, I restart my fast. I restart the clock. Uh, other than that, just drinking water. i talked about this. Uh, green tea and black coffee. No additives. Nothing in them. And uh, doing a shit ton of yard work and, you know, a couple run walks here and there. Not really much exercise, to be honest with you. I'll do a push-up here and there, some burpees. Um, I don't know. A bunch of yard work, really. So the main ingredient, if you want to lose weight, is 90% what you put in your mouth or what you don't put in your mouth. Either way you want to look at it. So you don't have to go out there and kill yourself on a fucking treadmill and do mile after mile of uh, just insane amounts of workout to lose weight. That's a false. It's a falsity. And a lot of people end up doing that, and they think that that's why they're losing weight. But the, in, in getting into that uh, lifestyle, that fitness lifestyle, they're also changing their diet. Whether they um, mean to or not, they start eating healthier options, and they start stop eating out as much, and they start uh, you know cutting out the sodas and things like that. So inadvertently, they change their diet, um, and you believe that you're losing weight because of the workouts, but not really. For the most part, um, the fitness is great. If you're going to stay healthy, you're going to stay fit. The heart's going to get good. The blood flow is is good. The lungs get a good workout. But as far as weight loss, very minuscule weight loss is going to come from working out. Unless you're just busting your ass for four hours in a gym every day. But then you know what? Then you're ravenous afterwards. And what do you do? Then you overeat. So all the calories that you just burned... More times than not, you're going to put those same calories in or more than what you burned off. So it's, it's fruitless. You can't keep up with, you cannot, as they say, outrun a bad diet. So there's that. There's that. I don't even know. I don't even know what is going on here. Let's see. Uh, we talked about the new mic filter and the new camera coming in. The old one is scratched. I'm fixing that. Hopefully tonight I'm going to get that all back in, in good shape. Um, uh, I don't even know what. I got so many things down here. I don't even know what to talk about. Um, I just talked about to continue to get in shape a little bit. Uh, my hair is getting better. I don't know if you can notice it. The bad thing is, like I said last podcast, is the sides are growing almost faster than the top. So I'm looking a little ball-headed. Not bald headed Fleming Moore. But ball-headed, like a like a freaking uh, basketball head. So. But it's starting to grow out. starting to get a little length on the top. I can actually look in the mirror and see a little bit of a, a, a wave or a curl coming back to it. So everything is coming back swimmingly. I'm really happy with it. And uh, I can't wait to have the barbershop open so I can just kind of, you know, get a little bit of the side and back off of it. It's getting a little too too aggressive, man. A little too much going on. I talked about homegrown a second ago. So I'm going in again this week, uh, Tuesday and Thursday, I think, from 4 to 7, I think is what I'm doing again. Uh, Caleb and I are in talks of... How we're going to do it this week, if we're going to do it any differently or not. They, I think today, as a matter of fact, the governor allowed outdoor limited dining at restaurants. So we're trying to look at the rules, or Caleb is at least, and see exactly what that means for us. If we're allowed to, you know, put our pub tables out there on the sidewalk and do some outdoor, serve some outdoor drinks. Um, you know, a couple things come into play is are we going to use glassware and and just rewash glasses and have those going back and forth? Are we going to use solo cups of some sort and just have people throw their cups away at the end of of their time there? How many tables are we going to put out? How many chairs? How are we going to enforce the distancing? What kind of sanitization are we going to do? A whole bunch of unanswered questions that we have. So we're trying to figure it out to maybe do some, some limited seating outside even though it is 90 freaking degrees so that kind of sucks but uh, we got a couple umbrellas that we can put up some pub tables so we're we're trying to work it out we're going to see but at at the very least i'll be open tuesday and thursday just to do the same thing we've been doing fill up a few growlers and uh, do some bottle and can sales to go so we'll see more to come Uh, things are slowly Kind of opening back up, and uh, we'll see how things go. Who knows? They may tighten things back up once again, or it might just keep getting looser and loo- looser and looser. Who knows? At this point, I don't know. It's so confusing, it's so frustrating. But I think it's I think it's a necessary evil, really. And I think a lot of people are going to rethink how they run their business. And I think it's a good thing. Anytime that you can interject a problem into something, a monkey wrench, and it makes people sit down and brainstorm. And uh, come together as groups, and put their heads together and figure out a better, more efficient way of doing things. I think that's a good thing. So I think every now and then there has to be that wrench that gets thrown into, into the mix. Now, do we want deaths and do we want people getting sick and people being hospitalized and all these things? No, of course we don't want those uh, byproducts. But it just happens to be the the world that we're in at the moment. So. I think it is a good thing for a lot of reasons. I think we've we've rethought a lot of things as far as climate change and as far as uh, pollution and as far as um, I don't know, just cleanly, cleanliness in general. I think uh, it's going to take hold for quite a while. You know, we're going to backpedal. People are going to go back to their old ways. It's going to happen, but I think more than not, it's going to it's going to move in a forward direction. And uh, things are being different, but they're going to also be better, I think. New mic. Um, you know, I was thinking the other day, I, I see a lot of people on, especially on Facebook, not so much on Instagram. I don't do Twitter. I don't do any of these new things, TikTok or any uh, Snapchats or any of these type things, but. But on Facebook, man, I, I, screw through, I scroll through there quite often. Um, I post quite often. I don't know. I just like to stay active and stay relevant and try and keep my name out there a little bit. It is a podcast. I'm trying to get followers. I'm trying to get listeners. I'm trying to get um, people excited. I'm trying to get interest, whatever. But one thing I've noticed is a lot of people, a lot of people, man, and it's it seems to be more so Girls because I think guys just don't want to, to put their vul- vulnerability out there on Facebook but I see a lot of a lot of people posting stuff about uh, being broken and about um, how they were hurt in a past relationship or how they're damaged or don't judge me you know just love me and, and love me through all my quirks and, and insecurities and all this kind of stuff and man. I mean, especially, you know, at my age, 47, in the 40s, even in the 30s, there's a lot of baggage that people got out there and maybe not as, I don't know, maybe not as much as there was at one time because people used to get into some serious relationships and marriages and stuff, you know, in their late teens, early 20s. And I think a lot of people are now waiting until their 30s, uh, maybe even later than that. Some people don't even do it at all, but... People have, there's a lot of baggage out there. Uh, people have, and it doesn't have to just be relationships. I mean, people can have just, just broken homes that they grew up in or abusive uh, family members. It doesn't have to be parents even. It can be aunts, uncles, siblings. Uh, people go through, they you know, drug addictions and alcohol abuse. And, oh, man, the list just is infinite as far as... Um, what has gone on in people's lives and I find it more and more true the more that I get out there and get into a relationship here relationship there or even start to even thinking about getting into some sort of relationship and people are damaged and I'm damaged and we're all we're all out there damaged and we're all trying to to still love one another and still be with each other but we have a hard time seeing past other people's are not seeing past it. We don't want to see past it and make it make light of it like it's not there, but we have a hard time, I guess, integrating that baggage into the relationship and figuring out a way to to manage those insecurities and to manage the um, the heartache and the heartbreak that uh, has happened in past relationships or just in life in general, uh, family in general. And it's tough. It's tough to get out there and number one, put your stuff behind you and try and be okay and try and be in a, in a healthy relationship. But number two, to understand where your partner is coming from and what kind of uh, heartache and, and damage that they have incurred <clears throat> over time. And you've got to figure out a way to, to manage that. And you've got to figure out a way to help that person feel secure in that relationship and feel loved. And man, it's, it's so tough. It's so tough, and I've had it, you know, in the, in the past two or three relationships that I've had where, man, especially when you've been alone for a little while, um, to, to get back into a relationship and to find that trust and to be able to share your space and your time with, with other people, it's, um, it's rough. It's rough out there. And I don't know, I don't even know what I'm talking about, but just think about it when you're, you know, all you single people out there or people that are in a new relationship or even an old relationship that you've got to, you've got to pay attention to the other person and you've got to pay attention to their needs. And sometimes, man, sometimes their needs are a lot because they've, they've had a lot of uh, heartache and heartbreak. So anyway, there's that. I don't know. I'm not in a relationship right now because of, uh, because of some of these things. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, it sucks. And, uh, you know, hindsight is 2020. You can go back and say, oh, well, I should have done this, I should have done that, and I should have done this. But most times people are so damaged on the other end that you, you make one little slip up and bam, they're kicking you to the curb because they don't have time to wait around for you to to figure it out. They're, they're going to move on and, and try and just keep searching picking for that next person that's going to be okay. But um, I sometimes think it's it's easier just to, as Justin Bieber says, um, the grass is greener where you water it, not always on the other side, right? So I think sometimes you just got to water that grass and, and stay there. But sometimes you got to move on too. So it's a balancing act. Uh, what else? Oh, so... I don't know, last episode or a couple few episodes, you probably saw the ivy poisonous stuff on my arms, on my legs, everywhere. And uh, I think I've got a handle on it now. I've got one little area in my backyard that still has a shit ton of ivy that's probably going to get me one more time because I'm just dumb. Um, I don't go out there and put long sleeves on and do all the precautions I should do. I just don't like it. I just want to get out there in in a tank top and some shorts and and get it done. And uh, I guess I just take the consequences. But But I found some, um, I've been doing uh, soaks in the bath, and I've just been using just regular bubble bath type stuff, dish soap even sometimes, Epsom salts. But uh, I found some new stuff that actually has cannabis oil in or cannabis sativa uh, hemp oil, hemp seed oil, something like that. So I used that the other night, and, man, the night before, I'm going to tell you, the night before I did this, my arms were on fire. I was telling somebody I was texting back and forth with that my arms were literally on fire. I mean, I was about to itch my arms off, claw them off. They were itching so badly. I just, I've just, i got uh, some, some poison ivy spray that I put on there. I've got some cortisone with some aloe that's supposed to be a itch reliever. I've been taking allergy medicine. I've been taking uh, ibuprofen to try and uh, cut down the inflammation. None of that stuff was working, man. <clears throat> and I saw this stuff at Walmart when I was there getting some... Um, some other stuff, and uh, like I said, it's hemp seed oil. I put that in the bath the other night, two nights ago, Saturday night, and I also put about a cup or two cups of oatmeal in there. I got in that bath. I got out. I have not had had one itch since Saturday night. Nothing, and I mean it. it and it feels like everything is just you know less bumps, less rash. Um, everything feels nice and clean. I mean, it's almost like it almost eliminated. So I don't know if it was the, the hemp seed oil or if it was the oatmeal or if it was the combination of the two, but wow, that might be my new remedy whenever, um, whenever things get out of hand again, which I'm sure they will because I, I've got that Virginia creeper and that poison ivy that just will not get out of my backyard. It's out there. It's behind the fence. There's a little ditch area, a little drainage area back there. Uh, between some apartments behind my house and between our houses here in this neighborhood a drainage ditch. And it is just overrun with everything. Not just ivy, but uh, everything. Man, I just got a little head rush just sitting here. So yeah, I think that might be the remedy, man. E- either the oatmeal or the, the cannabis or the, the combination of the two. So if you have any ivy out there, give it a shot. Try it out. See what you think. You might be surprised. All right, we talked a little bit already about the the Shady Show and the Zingarden Tales. They're on YouTube. That's our new web series thing that we're doing. Mr. Fleming Moore and myself, or I, me, Mr. Fleming Moore and me. No, Mr. Fleming Moore and I. I'm doing it. Fleming's doing it. Fleming and I. So get out there and check those out. I think there's four episodes each right now, and uh, we're getting ready to maybe film one tomorrow night. Um, be our first one together. I think. I think we're still doing that. I haven't heard from him in a couple of days, but so that's exciting. And like I said, we want to start doing producing uh, some different things. Maybe some commercials, some short films. Uh, maybe have some people that want to uh, do their own podcasts, and we'll allow them to use our equipment and uh, do their podcasts through our studios. Uh, just like a lot of podcasts out there do, they they rent studio spaces. You know, I, I happen to have one here in my house, but. So maybe doing some of that, uh, maybe some musical recording, a little bit of everything, you know, we'll combine the equipment that I have, combine the equipment that uh, Fleming has, we'll piece it all together and start doing some stuff, so look for that, things to come, we might start our own production company, so look for that, possibly in the near future as well, Uh, we're already in talks with the uh, Somerville Journal scene, Uh, maybe doing an interview with them, or them doing an interview with us to discuss our project that we're doing, so, More to come on that, stay tuned, and I'll keep you up to date and informed. Uh, Speaking of the yard, the yard is looking good. I'm repairing some boardwalk now, my dad and I. um, I put some stain down on the the boardwalk that is still intact and still good, not dry rotted or or broken boards or whatever. So that looks great. We're going to repair the rest of it here over the next week, hopefully and uh i gotta put some lattice up i got some pergolas to go around to where my swing is uh there's four sections there that need all the lattice was was rotted out on top and just falling apart falling off so i pulled all that up last week and i bought some uh some manufactured lattice that will not rot that we're going to tack up there sometime this week as well so everything is coming together once we get the boardwalk done and the lattice done i'm going to enjoy this yard uh, through the rest of the spring and maybe a little bit into the summer and then probably selling this house, man, and getting, hitting the road, like I keep talking about. And we'll take this podcast on the road. I won't uh, leave South Carolina permanently. Um, I'll be on the road. I'll just be mobile. That's all. So I may come back here and, and, uh, park somewhere (laughs) at a KOA or at the air force base or somebody's yard. If they allow me to use some power and some water and, and sit there for a little while, but I'll come back and forth. I really don't know what it's going to look like. I mean, definitely for the first uh, few months or so, once I hit the road, I'll be gone. I'll be out of here. I'm going to be uh, through Tennessee. I'm going to be through Illinois. I'm going to be through Arizona, Nevada, probably hit up California, Oregon, Washington, Utah, all the places over there on the West Coast, and just uh, hang out for a few months and uh, see how I like the RV life. And then probably come back here and then, you know, tell all my stories to all my friends and and family and coworkers and stuff here back in Somerville. But who knows? But I've got to get the the yard together first because I want to get the biggest bang for my buck out of this house when I sell it. That's going to help with a lot of other stuff that I have going into this being a nomad thing. So got to make a little bit of cash. Uh, we talked about dropping the camera already. That sucked. It still does suck. Hopefully, it doesn't look too bad on that end. I think it's just all right here. Oh, so yeah, I got the phlebotomy today. I went to the VA, the Trident VA on Friday and get I got my blood work done to determine if I needed my phlebotomy. And they said, oh, yeah, your, your hematocrit levels are definitely way too high. You need to come in. They're in dangerous levels, so but I went to the VA and normally you go inside, you check in, you sit around. They had outdoor check-in and they actually took my blood outside as well. I didn't even go into the facility at all. Bingo, bingo! I was out of there in about three minutes. The fastest I ever service I've ever had there at the Trident VA, and it's always been fantastic. It's never been bad at all, but it's usually been maybe a 10-15 minute thing. But I got in and out, man, two or three minutes. Parked right there. I mean, literally, I was. Probably fifteen feet away from the door where I parked. Walked over there, sat in a chair, they took my blood, sent me on my way. So fantastic service at the VA. The one at Trident, the one downtown, they do excellent work. Excellent. Uh, what else? We talked about homegrown already, so I can mark that. Take that off my list. something else I had down here uh, we'll skip that and that's about it man I don't know what else to talk about I just want to get on here and shoot this camera one last time before I start shooting with either a new camera or I got this one repaired the next time you hear me on here you're gonna hear maybe a little bit better audio and I don't. Know. I don't know what else to talk about. Um, people are opening up this outdoor seating. One thing I wanted to do, there's a new brewery up in Sumter, South Carolina, a couple hours away from here. Used to be stationed there for four years. Didn't care for the town too much at all. have not been through there probably since uh, 2002, so I'm looking forward actually to getting back through there. It's been, what's that, 2002, 2012, that's 10 years, and then you add eight more to that. So 18 years I haven't been through Sumter, so hopefully that place looks a lot better than it did because it kind of sucked. But anyway, Sumter has a new brewery, and they have a rooftop apparently that I just talked to the guy, one of the owners and brewers there yesterday, asked him if they were going to be doing some on-site uh, seating this week like everybody else in the state is probably going to start doing, and they said yes, as of Wednesday this week. They're going to open up their rooftop and do some uh, some on-site beer sales and drinking there. So, I might go up and check out. Uh, I've been wanting to check them out. They opened up sometime around the first of the year. And I told them I was going to come up there and check them out. Maybe uh, do a podcast with them or something. So, I might take my gear up there. Shit. I guess I could do it on Wednesday. If, if I work tomorrow, I could probably take a couple hours to ride up there on Wednesday, maybe take my gear with me and see if they want to just chit chat for a minute and talk about their new brewery. And I just want to go up there and try their beer see what they're all about, see what their location looks like. And, uh, that's one of the newer ones in the state. It's a little, it's closer so I can get there and, and do that, do a day trip for that. So that's what might happen. And if, if that happens, maybe I'll put out, uh, something different next week. Maybe I'll have a guest on who knows. Who the hell knows, man? I really don't know at this point. I keep trying to get my damn son on the phone and do a Zoom or a Skype or some kind of video um, podcast with him. But he keeps, he keeps putting him off. I, I put me off. I told him, you name the date and time. I'm not doing anything. I'm barely working. I'm sitting at home, isolated all day. Anytime you're ready to do it, I'm ready, I've told him. And he, uh, he, still, he still can't find the time to do it, which I got it. He's got a wife. He's got a dog. He's still working a little bit. He's got things to do. He's working out. He's hiking, making bread, whatever he's doing over there. But come on, man, let's do it. People want to see, they want to hear some guests. They want to talk. To, hear, see some other people and talk to some other people or hear some other people talk besides me. Man, my brain is just scattered all over the place today. I cannot talk. I cannot put a thought together but all right buddy all right guys what we doing i'm going to finish this up get everything downloading and saving and all that kind of stuff and then i'm going to work on this camera and we'll talk to you guys again soon it may be another time this week it might not be till next week till i get my mic filter it might not be until i uh, go to Sumter and do a podcast with him maybe brian calls me and does something who knows when you'll see another video But it'll be sometime soon. All right? And I'll talk to you soon. Love you.